Catholic school As vicious as Roman rule I got my knuckles bruised By a lady in black Who told me, son Fear is the heart of love Na 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 So I never went back If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, then you're fucked, okay? You should have fucking paid attention. You should have done something. You should have been a better person. (laughs) Because your ass is walking into limbo and I'm not following you. (laughs) Um, So we got some interesting things today. I I did not outline uh, for now. And in fact, I'm, I'm heading right back to the same place. That I went yesterday, so I got a nice little hour, hour and a half of driving. Um, Mark Dice has got a new book out today, which I would suggest you go and get and read, help him out. And I want to point out that when it comes to people that I support, people on, on I guess, my side, which just isn't the... Isn't the liberal leftist, progressive, democrat, socialist, communist, social justice warrior, as well as it's not the racist, neo-Nazi, KKK, whatever, blah, 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 you know, Richard Spencer, alt-right version of everything. Uh, and, And I would also argue, again, go watch Dinesh D'Souza's Death of a Nation, or watch, well, certainly watch that one, also watch... Uh, Hillary's America, Barack's America, uh, uh, Brock, I think it's Brock, Brock's America, mm, Brock's America, and, or is it Obama's America? It's one of those, I don't know. Watch, watch those. I want to point out that when you support people like Mark Dice, people like Dinesh D'Souza, uh, Gavin McGinnis, uh, Owen Benjamin, uh, Steven Crowder, people like that, Alex Jones, you're getting something in return. So you're playing into the free market or buying into the free market rather, and you're getting something back with Steven Crowder, Gavin McGinnis, you're getting information back. You're getting entertainment back. Same with Owen Benjamin. You're getting comedy back. He provides videos free on YouTube. Uh, Steven Crowder, Gavin McGinnis both, uh, well, Gavin McGinnis certainly provides a free podcast. Um, I think it's roughly around three a week usually, but he's, uh, like I, I talked about a couple podcasts ago, he is dealing with, uh, New York Antifa and, and, uh, the mayor, uh, Como, the mayor, mayor of New York and, and police trying to keep his guys out of, out of jail and prison, uh, for a fucking fist fight. When you support Dinesh D'Souza, he goes out and he makes documentaries, he makes movies so that, again, it's entertainment, but it's solid information. Same with all these guys. When it's Mark Dice, you get a book of solid information. Uh, Go buy uh, uh, Behold a Pale Horse by Bill Cooper. I'm reading it right now. It's, I think I got it for 10, 15 maybe, something like that, on uh, Amazon. Not that I want to support Amazon, but um, it is free market. Also, uh, what is it? We Are Change. Really good YouTube channel. Uh, the main guy, Ladowski, I think his name is. 
worked with Alex Jones back in the day on some stuff. They had a they had a bit of a disagreement or a fight, whatever you want to call it. And uh, now he's doing his own thing, and he's Luke Luke Rod- Luke Rodowski, I think is his name his name is. And uh, that's a really good one. They were just he just had a, a video on uh, 5G that's coming out, and uh, stop getting. Alexa and Google Home, stop getting that shit. Why? Why would you? You know, I I, I don't get into it with my brother-in-law, but we we kind of you know uh, uh, riff a little bit back and forth about he has Google Home, and I'm like, why would you? Why are you inviting the government into your home? And they know where I stand on stuff, and and uh, so I make it more of a joke. I'm like, oh, way to go! Now the government's listening to us. Awesome. And his argument, as is with most people who don't want to believe it, is why would the government care about me? I'm just a, you know, fill in the blank. I just do this work and, and then I come home and I work on my home and I watch TV and that's it. You know, he's, he's into comics and things like that. So he thinks that the government doesn't care. No. Look at how much surveillance we have. We have a, a camera on every lane in an intersection and at, at almost every intersection in major cities. The lie, the facade that they will tell you that they will carry on with is that it's for your safety. It's always going to be safety. And then convenience to erode your freedoms and liberties. The RFID chip that they have been talking about for at least 15, 20 years since, yeah, the late 90s is, you know, get the RFID chip in your kids and get them in your dogs. Well, first it started with dogs and animals so that you could find out where your animal is. And then it's uh, for your kids so that nobody can take your kid. And and, and now it's, it's eventually going to be, and they are kind of talking about it now, of a cashless society. Are you out of your fucking mind? What a what a prophecy to come. I mean, there isn't a more on point prophecy than in Revelation. I can't remember the chapter nor verse right now, but go ahead and read. I want to say it's 13. Where they talk about getting the mark of the beast either on the forehead or on the right hand. Well, they're wanting to put the chip in the right hand. And they talk specifically about you will not be able to buy or trade without the mark. Um, I believe the the chip is has been created and is being funded by uh, Lucius Trust. Lucius uh, is another word for Lucifer. That's a conspiracy theory, dude. What? Open your fucking eyes. When are you gonna realize? How many times are you going to have to hear people like me, who I obviously sound sound sane, sound, 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 I obviously sound sane. I break down things uh, to a, maybe an unhealthy degree, <laughs> um, but it's because I want to figure it out. I don't mean any malice by it. I don't. I don't have uh, evil intentions behind it. I'm wanting to keep you free. Safety is something that you're going to have to do on your own. You're going to have to be brave. And I know all too well about overcoming fears. 
Uh, I practice bravery all the time. I'm nervous as shit. Every time, right before I click that that red button to start a new, as I've said before on this, to start a new pod, er, uh, episode, I'm nervous. Guaranteed, when I have my buddy that's we're gonna do the podcast together, uh, he's gonna have a he's gonna be a little bit nervous right beforehand. It's just it's a weird thing to know that somebody else is listening to you and where you stand and what you believe. I've I mean I've debated for 20 years on uh, sometimes things that I don't know about, and uh, and then I've also put my ideas out there about. In, in my opinions on, on something that I, I know about. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little scary to do that. And, and being a guy growing up how I did and, and where I did and, and always being around, you know, other, I guess, quote-unquote alpha males and getting picked on going through high school and shit, nobody teaching me how to fight, nobody teaching me how to be brave, my... My foundation and my family broke apart at an early age, at eight, and and not having somebody instill that type of shit in me, I was scared. I got it's something called punked out. You don't really hear about it anymore because the pussies have garnered power and influence, and so now oh no bullying, no bullying. I'm not saying bullies are good, but what's better? is somebody standing up to a bully. That is what's awesome. This constant, you gotta go tell the teacher and you gotta tell the principal and you gotta get the police involved in some cases. That's pussy shit. My, uh, my ex-wife, and also I, I listened to, to one of the podcasts. I wanted to make sure that everything kind of hooked up yesterday. Um, I talked, a little bit of shit about uh, the guy from Death Cab for Cutie who got a divorce and I was harping on that. However, I've gotten a, a divorce so it could be conceived or perceived as uh, a contradiction. The difference is I tried everything I could to keep my family together for my son. Am I happier not being married? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. I was miserable. I had... Uh, false, a false understanding of things going into it, and she didn't believe in marriage. She didn't want it. She didn't believe in, or nor understand the structure of marriage or or how you're supposed to be one. And just like I pointed out with him yesterday, he, I, I said, assumingly, assumptively, that. They probably thought, oh, my money's my money and, you know, like that, not, not that we are one flesh, but that we're two different people. We're just married because they're atheists. When you get married, it's supposed to be, and this is why I would argue that people who are atheist and that aren't religious don't get married just as much as same sex people don't get married. It's a promise that you're making to another person that naturally you fit together to make another however many people and have a family. You make a promise to one another and to God. That's what holds your marriage together. And it's that lack of understanding that's led to as many divorces as we've seen. Well, no, it's money and it's this and it's this. 
you can get through all that. You can get through hardships. And in fact, you're going to have a hardship. You're going to have quite a few, especially in the first couple of years. It's going to be difficult. You're not going to look at that person the same. And love comes back around. Love is a fleeting thing. It's like the wind. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be there for a minute and it's going to go. The love of like that feeling of love of like, oh, I'm so deeply in love with this person. You are going to annoy one another with whatever it may be. Hard. And you better go into that marriage understanding that you will fight through everything. On top of it, you made a promise to God. You know, you need things to keep you together. Because if you're just counting on your two, your two ideas of it, it's probably going to fail. You need other things to help keep you together. I've never understood this. I'm sorry to break off, but I've never understood a, an 18-wheeler uh, having the back halfway opened. Oh, it's all the way open. Yeah, I'm getting out of this motherfucker. And I'm going to have to tell, watch, you're going to listen to me tell this guy that his fucking back door is open. Oh, shit. Here. (laughs) There we go. I did it silently. I said, your back is open. Yeah. Is he, I think he's pulling over. Yeah, you must have known. There we go. See? You know, just doing stuff to help people out. That guy's probably like, God, he's just saved me a lot. He had a um, he had a couple of, of uh, pallets with shit on them and a uh, pallet jack. And that pallet jack falls off doing 70, 75. Uh, you think hitting a deer is bad. Motherfucker, that will, that could kill somebody. Those things are about, uh, I don't know, close to 200 pounds. Metal, strong, tough, durable metal. Man, my nose is running like a motherfucker. Um, so anyway, all the way back to it. Let's see, what else? What else? What else? What else? On, on the twits, on the tweets, the twatter. So New York Antifa are a bunch of fucking twats, as well as all of Antifa. And they uh, brought up my man Gavin McGinnis. This is why I know I'm a good friend. Not that I know Gavin. But I know I know the difference between right and wrong. I know truth. And I constantly want it. And I let it guide me. Gavin, although I don't agree with everything, especially flip-flops and tacos. Mother... What? I love flip-flops. In the when it's when it's hot and you're going to the beach, what are you gonna do? Wear shoes and get sand everywhere? Fuck that! I'll wear flip flops. Um, and it's quick and easy. But also tacos are delicious. Uh, though I don't like the hard shells, so maybe I'm in agreement with him on that. But the uh, soft shells are phenomenal. And it's uh, that dude that said the the best invention. He was uh, the Mexican president. The best invention of Mexicans was the taco. Uh, to an extent, I have to, I guess, agree. I mean, there's... Yeah, it's pretty good. But if all you're counting on is a food, <laughs> you might want to uh, reevaluate things. Especially being that your water is undrinkable and you have nothing but corruption, crime, and uh, drug cartels running your country. 
but you won't you won't see the liberals going down there and protesting any of that because they'll they'll probably get shot. So I, I guess I understand why they wouldn't go down there. So Antifa attacks Gavin McGinnis on Twitter, where he can't defend himself because the liberal left and is this Jack Dorsey. They that uh, doesn't sound right, but it kind of does. They. Uh, they they uh, kicked him off. So now he can't even get on to defend himself. So Antifa goes around <clears throat> talking shit about him or Milo or whoever and saying, oh, he's just this piece of shit. And now he can't defend himself on there. So I take it upon myself to say a couple choice words like, um, you're just mad because he's successful and you picked a fight with his guys and you got your asses kicked. And... Uh, they never reply because they can't. What are they? What are you gonna say? Oh no, we didn't pick a fight. Yeah, you did. It's fi- I'd see it. It's on video. You cut them off and you approached them and threw a fucking bottle at them, and then they whooped your ass. Again, it's the example of the pussification of our country. You've got retards that can't fight that want to be tough, and they don't go about the right ways. So I I I swear these guys. I almost no no. no. I do say, I will claim that they can't do 20 push-ups without shaking. Probably can't even make it to 30. Dude, I could bust out 50 push-ups right now. Oh, you're a real tough guy. I know. That's what I'm saying. I can do 50 push-ups. Do you know how hard 50 push-ups are? 100? I don't think I'd make it to 100. I'd have to take a couple breaks and then uh, do them in, in, uh, after the 50 in, in groups of 20. Maybe the last couple are going to be like 10. <laughs> Squizzy. I'm still, I still got the cough. This fucking cough lasts forever. And it's a little bit in the chest too. Got a hell of sleep last night. I must have slept about 10 hours. I, uh, and this is the wonderful thing about kids is that they tire you out. Me, oh, and me and the wife went to, uh, my aunt came over and watched my daughter. My son's with his mom. And uh, me and my wife went out to listen to our uh, the the local I guess local theologian. Um, he went to seminary. He's not a priest, probably because he went through the same thing that I did. I wanted to be a priest, and then I said, "Well, I want to be a father more. I think I have a calling to be a dad." And uh, I think he did the same. So he finished his studies and everything. He's got a master's in theology, I believe. And uh, we had a talk last night. He does them all the time. He's a really good guy. He actually he led the uh, uh, the catechism for my son. And uh, good dude. He uh, had a talk last night about angels and demons. And we got through the angels part. And here you go. I'm not going to try and say that I know everything about the Catholic Church or Catholicism or anything. I know a lot. I, I certainly know more than most. And uh, definitely more obviously no more than the uh, the liberal left and the pretentious four horsemen, Lawrence Krauss. There are seven types of angels. Or I'm sorry, seven archangels. I'm sorry, I fucked that up. And then there, yeah, there's seven types of angels. My wife took my pamphlet, so I don't have it with me to say what they are. Um, powers. Powers are one of them. Those are, the, those are tough. Those are tough dudes. They fight. And uh, I did know this, is that for every person, there's a guardian angel. Just to give you a little understanding of how many angels there are, 
and there's a reason a reasonability behind believing in angels and them and being in existence and, but uh, everybody has a guardian angel so for every human being there is an angel and on top of that you've got six or seven other types of angels you have seraphim cherub- cherubim the arcs uh, and there's seven arcs so you have Gabriel Raphael um Michael Lucifer well no actually Lucifer was a seraphim Lucifer was the most beautiful creation that God had made now in saying that and at one point he was good but he wanted he desired to be God and uh, God said no and Lucifer said yes and so he kicked his ass out Michael whooped that ass um, I can't remember the rest of the other ones. So, uh, and we had to leave early because my my aunt had to leave. So, um, we weren't able to stay for the demons part. That was uh, oddly enough. That was what I wanted to hear more about because I, I knew this stuff about the angels. Obviously, not everything, but en- enough to where I I, uh, I I figured I knew enough, and I wanted to know more about the demons. And. Uh, and then obviously I'm going to double check that shit. I'm not just going to take one source and go, oh, this is the end all be all. That's not how it works. And that's not how it should work for you either. Whew, a little, a little toasty in here. I've got a, I've got a North Face uh, sweater with a zipper. Not that doesn't go all the way through like a jacket, but it, it only goes up like around the neck. And I have like a, the, the collar popped up. Uh, I've also got boot, uh, boot, bootleg, no, boot, boot cut uh, jeans, my favorite kind to get, you got to get them, they're the best, they cover, and get ones that fit, I've always wondered this, Uh, Conor McGregor, I've got my gripes with that guy, here's one of them, he's got all the money in the world, and he can't buy pants that fit, watch him, I know, I know this is how, this is a fad, and this is, but dude, you're, that fat's going to go away and you're going to have pants that go above your ankles. They're, they're called high rises or, um, son of a bitch. They're for women. They're, they're called, uh, not cargos. They start with a C. Car, Cardi's, cop, kata. They're for cunts, essentially. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's like you got all that money in the world and you can't buy pants that fit. They're always too tight. They're super fucking tight. It's like, I get wearing shit that's, you know, that's revealing for your muscles and shit, but that's, it, you're borderline gay with that. So, you know, maybe you should buy some shit that fits. Anyway, just to point out, I don't come for money, and uh, I this North Face sweater is probably the, the best I've ever had. Um, and that's not to say like, that's a good thing. Oh, I, I'm going to virtue signal and all this shit. You know, back in the day we used to be embarrassed. I was embarrassed of having a coat that I, I bought from Walmart in school because kids called it out and they were like, oh, that's Walmart. And I, I did whatever I said, whatever, and denied it. Um, and you aspired to be wealthy, you know, not necessarily rich because 
and there's a there's a a bad idea about rich people that all rich people are bad and in mean and evil, which I disagree with. But there are a lot of rich people who are assholes. I will agree to that. There's they didn't get that way by being nice and overly generous and giving away their money. They got that way by being cutthroat and finding success, making it on their own. And uh, you, sometimes you got to be assholes. Also, to point this out, I know I'm just brick all over the place. Um, super poor people don't pay taxes. The people that pay the most amount of taxes are the richest 40%. They're the ones that take the brunt of taxes being paid. Okay, let that sink in. And that is the truth. Go look it up. When they talk about, oh, uh, the rich people are, are the ones that are getting the tax breaks and all this. Um, not necessarily. Uh, there's everybody that pays taxes gets a, a tax cut in this recent one. And they are shooting for a middle class ca- uh, tax cut. I would argue get control of this government spending. Cut the funding for Planned Parenthood. Cut the, cut the funding for ridiculous research and grants being given to colleges and universities. And stop subsidizing colleges and universities. When I was talking to that professor the other day and he told me that uh, their community college was primarily financed by property taxes, it, it's, it hurt my gut because that's not how it should be. It, college should be 100% funded by people attending the college and people who donate. That's it. No government shit, no nothing. Fuck you. They charge so much money on top of getting, getting subsidized, government funding, grants, all this other shit. And then they charge the students, one single student, um... Now at at that school, it's a two-year degree. Two-year degree at somewhere around three to six thousand a semester. That's a shit ton of money for one single person, and you can't. You still can't do it. You need the 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 subsidies from property taxes. Fuck you, man. You tell the colleges to lower the price. Tell them they don't have to make a new building. They don't have to revamp anything. You know, there's a college that just closed because even with all of that, it was uh, Mary Grove. They uh, they closed down all the undergraduate, which was the main source of their income, and now they're just dealing with graduate school. Or, uh, now they're a graduate school, and they're suffering. They lost a shit ton of professors. Um, they lost their entire uh, athletic department. Everything. They're 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 toast, man. And again, it's a Catholic school that doesn't act like a Catholic school. That's where I found that nur- that nun, that nurse, the nun who just became a nun and is against the Catholic Church, wants for a woman to be pope, uh, doesn't even believe in Catholicism, and I would argue doesn't really believe in God. You know, God is a woman type shit. My, my mom does that. She thinks that God's a woman. God is a... a He's not either. There's no gender to God. However, he takes the form of father, i.e. man. Uh, Ariana Grande just came out with a a song, God is a Woman. 
uh, no, he's not. And you're a cunt. And here's the entertainment industrial complex. I said that like like uh, Donald Trump said it weird. Industry. The entertainment industrial complex. Uh, manufacturing bullshit in order to fill your ear- ears and make it sound good and put it behind a a girl that looks like she's 12 years old. Ariana Grande is disgusting. She's fucking disgusting. It, she looks like a 12-year-old girl. She acts like a goddamn 12-year-old girl. And she brings on all the adulation from all these men who want to fuck her. And yeah, she is of age. I, I think she's 20, 21, something like that. Uh, she just broke up with uh, the Pete. Don't ask me how I know this shit. All right, I, I don't like it. I don't like that I know this. Um, she broke up with uh, what's his name, Pete something from uh, SNL, who is—he's actually a pretty good stand-up comedian. He's got some good jokes, but then again, he—he's not that great. You know, he's—he's uh, he's certainly no Bill Burr or Owen Benjamin, or but um, her her ex-boyfriend. Mac Miller again. Don't tell me. Don't. I, I, I don't know how I know that shit, but I do. Mac Miller uh, died because he took too many drugs. Uh, yeah, that's the way it goes. You guys are fucking retards. This is the shit that's gonna happen. And what? It, what? What good shit came from these people? Nothing. There's nothing that good. Nothing good comes from them. All of them uh, give an X amount of money to charity, and it's not that much. The reason being is because their managers tell them to. They don't want to. They don't fucking give homes to uh, uh, the refugees. They don't offer up. I mean, fucking, what's his name? Um, George Clooney. Seven homes. A couple of them are out in Europe. And they're massive. They're mansions. When the, the immigrant caravan came too close to them, he started pitching a fit and uh, I believe had some uh, some disagreements and now he, he wants to sell one of the homes in Italy I think it is I don't know obviously too much about that so you'd have to look it up but uh, I do know that that uh, he's got a problem with the, the immigrants getting too close to his house but he wants everybody else to have to chip in and do the shit that he doesn't want to. he just wants to be the mouthpiece of uh, the the liberal, freeing, loving side. So fuck him. Same with Leonardo, blah, Leonardo DiCaprio, who flies over to Europe to receive his award for climate change, and he dumps out, from what I understand, two tons of CO2 to do so. Awesome. Way to go. Way to go. Way to fucking do the... And that's what they do, by the way. So it's not it's no real surprise. But, uh, yeah, he dumps out two tons of CO2 in order to go get an award for talking about how bad CO2 is. Good job, jackass. And then what else do we have? Uh, I saw a couple of different things. So Mark Dice selling his book... Definitely buy that. Uh, Owen Benjamin getting involved with Q. Uh, I like it. He just watched a video about Q. I would suggest watching a lot more. Do I believe in Q? Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. I'm fine with that. 
how are Jack Pasobiak? Pasobek? Pasobiak? He's been on uh, Alex Jones a couple times. I don't know where I stand with that guy. I've seen some of his texts, and uh, he also, this is a big part, he just came out and said that he was involved with creating Q. And that Q is a farce, and it's it's uh, LARPing and all this stuff. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think uh, he's, I guess I think he's lying. And uh, I do think that Q's still good, just from the shit that I've seen. It's a lot of the stuff that I point out on this. Uh, certainly in the book, it's it's uh, a lot of uh, ideas and information that I've come across, and uh, and kind of all rolled up into what we know of as Q. There's also something called R. Check that out. That'll blow your fucking mind. I'll talk with. Um, I'll try to remember to talk with my buddy about that. He might know a little more than I. But then there's also Cernovich, Mike Cernovich. Uh, in one degree, I kind of like him. In another, he. He almost virtue signals, and he did it with Khabib Nurmagomedov, whatever his name is, when he fought uh, Conor McGregor, and he went off and and uh, fought people in the crowd and shit. And Mike Cernovich came to his defense, and he comes to a lot of uh, Muslims' defenses. Why they don't need it? They don't. They don't need somebody defending them. They do not. Uh, they do not apologize for shit. And anybody that's lived close to Dearborn understands, like, the, the, uh, or London, I guess, understand that they don't need somebody defending them. They're very good at doing it themselves. They never apologize for anything. Uh, They don't think that they're wrong in any way, shape, or form. And it's a constant onward and upward towards global control. If you think that Islam ever stopped with the desire to control the world, uh, think again. Go back and and, uh, read about that shit. I've got two Qurans at my house that uh, I'm going to read through again uh, just to double up on on knowing thy enemy. Oh, you're saying they're your enemy? Yeah. They say they're my enemy. Uh, So, yeah. I I think I'm going to listen to somebody who's telling me that they're my enemy and go, all right, well, then it looks like you're my enemy. There's no, there's no peaceful place. Over in the Middle East, in, in Muslim-controlled countries, which is all of them except for Israel, if you are Jewish or Christian, you cannot speak publicly about it. Will they have churches? Yes, they do, absolutely. However, that is the only place that you are allowed to pray that in your home. Nowhere else. You can't publicly pray. And God have mercy on the on the Jew that walks about freely with uh, his his yarmulke on. Is it yarmulke? Yeah, yarmulke on. Because they will attack that guy instantly. I don't know if this sounds like I'm attacking Muslims. I'm pointing out like these guys they don't they don't apologize for this shit. They're all on board. Now, yes, are they fighting one another? Sure, but. And that tends to happen. There's there's atheists that go after one another. You know that there's an atheist... There's a couple of atheist communities that are anti-abortion? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's When I say that if I was atheist, I would still be against abortion, that's proof of it. Like There are atheists that are against abortion. It would only make sense. Stefan Molyneux is actually somebody who's like that. 
So, yeah, you're always going to have people that disagree. And, uh, and sometimes that can evolve into, uh, you know, the, the, Sh- well, Sh- the Shia fight one another. And the, uh, the Sunnis fight one another. And they certainly fight each other. But, uh, yeah, you're, gonna, you're always going to have groups that are going to want to attain power over one another. And there are people that are going to want to do that. And that's where you're going to have division. But, um, yeah, Mike Cernovich doing that, it just seems like virtue signaling. And I've had a couple of times that I've been in disagreement with him. And uh, I think it's also been with Ben Shapiro, where, like, he, he shits on Ben Shapiro, and I, I come and defend Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, I have, I've disagreed with. I don't like where he stands when it comes to conspiracy research and uh, obvious conspiracies that have happened. And he doesn't even, he doesn't want to touch it with a 100,000-foot... Uh, poll. So, so uh, let's see what else. That's that's happening. I watched a couple of videos. Cowboy Cerrone won his fight. Uh, way to go! I mean, I I, I kind of like Mike Perry. However, I, uh, from the story that uh, Donald Cerrone was talking about with his gym and everything and shit going sideways for him, I uh, I think it was a really good win for him. Plus, he's a tough guy. You know he's a he's a great fighter and a, and a tough dude and uh, I'd like to see him. I, I don't know. I'd like to see somebody beat the shit out of Khabib. I'm not a fan of Khabib whatsoever, and uh, I'd I'd like to see either Nate Diaz. I'd be okay with Donald doing it. Nate Diaz, him, or Conor McGregor getting that win back. But it doesn't seem like that's ever going to work. And uh, funny enough, you got two people who are looking to to uh, retire. You've got uh, Khabib who said that he would retire soon after the McGregor fight. So he's got one or two fights left and then he's going to retire. He seems, uh, he's got a, he's, he's a hero in his country. Um, Dagestan. And uh, he, uh, he just got offered a position with the uh, Dagestani government as some kind of representative or something. So he might even just retire now, and then you'll never see a fight between Conor McGregor and him. But uh, and I think uh, what's his name? That just Ben Askren. He just he just came into the UFC. He's undefeated. He's a he's a world class grappler, and uh, he's calling out everybody. I guess I'd be okay with him beating Khabib. Um, but also out of the same group is Donald. Not not Donald. Um, Fuck, what's his name? Daniel Cromier. Crom, Crom, I can't say his name ever. Not ever. Cormier? Cormier, that's it. Um, they He trains with Khabib, and now he's got one more fight. He doesn't want to fight. He should be fighting Stipe out of everybody, even John Jones. He should be fighting Stipe because he knocked out Stipe, and uh, Stipe was winning the fight until then. And Stipe wants a rematch. I mean, Daniel got two rematches, or got a rematch against John Jones. And and then it was found out that John Jones had steroids in his system. Uh, the athletic commission said that it wasn't his fault, whatever. And Daniel wanted the fight, and now he acts like he doesn't want it. And now he's going to take one more fight before he retires. He just and, he, and it looks like it's going to be Brock Lesnar. That's what he wants. So he just fought Derek. Is it not Brunson? It's 
Derek something. Maybe it is Brunson. He just fought that guy. It was considered an easy fight for him. He he beat him in the he rear naked choked him in the in the uh, first round. So and everybody knew that was an easy fight. And now he's wanting to fight Brock Lesnar, who's considered an easy fight. And in my opinion, I think he's ducking John Jones and he's ducking uh, Stipe uh, Miocic because I think Stipe would knock him out. I think Stipe would would definitely win this next one. He's the most successful heavyweight ever. And uh, and now Daniel's wanting to get out of it, which I understand. I mean, he's old, but or he's older. But uh, uh, to you, you came in. You, I certainly didn't think that he deserved a fight at championship level, but he got it, and uh, and then he won. Okay, so I guess he did deserve it. But now you're not going to give the respect back to the guy you just beat. You're going to go fight another dude who has no business fighting for a championship that's it's bullshit and uh it's it's dana white and the ufc are allowing this shit to happen which is only hurting the sport and i don't even like that it's a sport i wish they take off the gloves uh get rid of the judges you got to finish a fight there's no rounds there's no time limit and uh if you don't finish you don't get paid you will see people finishing motherfuckers in 10 minutes on average there might be a couple fights that go 20 but Son, I'm telling you, when you when you put it on the line, when you incentivize there being a finish, there will be no more decisions. And I don't want to see a decision. Decisions are stupid and gay. When you got two guys that still want to keep fighting, and you got and you end it because of I, I don't know whatever. Uh, nobody really wins that. That is that's coming from a dude that has fought in the streets, and you have a common understanding of pride. And dignity. When you fight in the street, you fight to finish. You fight until the other guy either is knocked out, taps out, or give, or gives up altogether. Choked out, that's what it is. Choked out, knocked out, pass out. One of those three. You know, but in the UFC you have you have rounds and time. And they they are making it a sport, and I think it's stupid. I really wish that there was more guys in there like uh, the Diaz brothers, you know, that would fight until the other guy gave up. And you guys got, you got guys in there that are that durable all day long. As much as I hate, oh, here we go. Mike Bisbee, I can't stand that fucking cross-eyed piece of shit, limey motherfucker. Here's another reason. The, the thing is, I liked him back in the day. When he first came out on Tough, on uh, The Ultimate Fighter, he was, I thought he was cool. I liked him. Which is a lot coming from a Scotch-Irish American to like a limey. Uh, I like uh, Tommy Robinson and Nigel Farage. I think those guys are, are good men, real men who are doing something good. But you have Mike Bisbing, that fucking piece of shit faggot, comes over from England... And like people who, like Jim Carrey that comes down from Canada, could never make the money that he makes here in Canada, starts making 20 mil a movie down here in the United States, and then all of a sudden starts trying to tell us how to live and change us to Canada. Wants universal health care, wants uh, to ban guns. Fuck that piece of shit. Well, here comes Mike Bisping after the uh, California shooting. Let me point two things out with the California shooting. It is the second shooting at a country music event. 
country mu- country music fans tend to be overwhelmingly Republican. And you have two events, the one in Vegas where they killed 60, or the guys killed, well, they, it might be they killed 60. And now you have this one with a, an ex-Marine guy who, look into this, I hate to keep sounding like Eddie Bravo, but you know what, I respect every, Eddie Bravo, so I'm, I'm all right with it. But, uh, ah, motherfucker, I forgot to stop at the bank. Fuck me. Now I got to fucking pay $5 and, oh, it's charges. Anywho, where was I going with that? Uh, yeah, then you got the guy in Vegas shot up, killed 60 people. You got the guy in California killed 13, I think it was. Oh, that's what it was. He's an ex-Marine. Look into this. He, he, uh, was, what do they call that? Making somebody extreme. He was extreme and he was extremenated. He was extremified. I can't think of the word, obviously, but you know, where, you know where I'm getting to, uh, Islam through Islam and Muslim. There is a picture of the dude when he first gets out. And then the, there's a side picture of him with no mustache, with a beard, with no mustache, which is uh, Muslim, wearing uh, Muslim gear, Muslim garb, and uh, right before he shot up that place, a country music event, uh, and, and nobody says anything to it. But when it comes to, I don't know, anybody on our side, the slightest, smallest little thing, and you're racist. Oh, well, you you met a guy that knows some people that are in the KKK, therefore you're KKK. So it's McCarthyism at its best. However, it doesn't go the same on the other side. Again, you have the entertainment industry, MSN, or I'm sorry, mainstream media, and academia. All three of these industrial complexes were meshed in together, worked together, and they are on the side of the Democrats, the liberal left. How do they not win every election? But they're covering for this guy who shot up 12 to 13 people. They're saying it's guns and the guns are the problem. And here comes Mike Bisbing. That motherfucker on Twitter said no more guns. Get rid of guns. You fucking piece of shit. And he just got, uh, he got knocked out by a Canadian. So I guess... And I like George's St. Pierre. I like him. I think he's all right. So I was happy to see that happen. I can't stand Mike Bisbing. He uh, he should have never been he should have never been champ. And uh, he knocked out Luke Rockhold. I don't know how that happened. And maybe it's because Luke Luke Rockhold's a fucking model, and that's where he should stay. Uh, but uh, Mike Bisbing knocked him out in the first round. They're both a couple of fucking douches. Straight up cunts, dude. I can't stand either one of those two fuckers. Uh, but for Mike Bisbing to come out and and coming from England, he's also an atheist. He shits all over anybody that has a faith whatsoever, except for Muslims. And uh, he uh, now he thinks he gets to tell us how to live. You got fucking. I don't. I don't know if he's an American citizen, but he's worked over here, and they go, "Oh, he's worked over here and paid taxes." I don't care. That doesn't tell. That doesn't say you get to fucking tell me how to live. 
you get to fucking wipe, wipe away my rights because you paid taxes? Suck a dick, Mike Bisbing, you fucking cunt. Oh, you're saying a big word behind a microphone. All right, I'll fight him. What, dude? I fought four guys at once. I know how good of a fighter he is. He's more he's more durable than anything. Uh, even though he's he's got some knockouts, he knocked out a fucking model. Way to go, dude. But uh, you'd have to you'd have to know me to understand. Okay, yeah, he he he'd fight him. Not saying I'd fucking win in some kind of UFC fashion. That I'd be the fucking George's Saint Pierre of that shit. But, uh, yeah, I don't, I'd fucking say this right to his goddamn face. Fuck him coming into the United States and telling us how to live. I'm not going to bow down like some liberal lefty. Fuck that, dude. How dare you? I, I mean, and I made the point, like, how? that's like me going to England or Japan or Nigeria and telling them how to live. Telling them they need to get rid of their rights or change their whatever. You know? That's like going to England and telling them, stop stop uh, following the queen. We need to depose the queen. And by the way, how do you think Mike Bisbing would react if you were to go up to him and say, fuck the queen? Uh, it, that, that'll probably get you into a fist fight. And that's actually a pretty good analogy because uh, England um, has been involved in a whole lot of shit that they, sh- they never should have been involved in. And they're kept in the, in the EU <coughs> and brought in and made London unlivable for anybody who isn't Muslim. Rape gangs, again, why I bring up Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson is a better dude than Mike Bisbing by far. Mike Bisbing would never fucking do what what Tommy Robinson's doing. And you never hear him fucking standing up for for, uh, Tommy Robinson. Now, I say that not knowing all of his tweets, so uh, maybe he does. If he does, that might change my opinion a little bit on him. But uh, as of right now, no, dude, fucking coming here and telling us how to live, I'm I'm not a fan. You're a fan of Milo. I know, I know. There's, I'm okay with that contradiction. To come over here and tell us to keep our rights? Yeah, I'm okay with that. But to fucking come over here and tell us that we need to get rid of them? Yeah, that's... Especially an Englishman? You get fucked. You... We kicked your asses. I don't know if you're still salty about it. And by the way, all three of my... Uh, my or all four of my backgrounds... Or, no, all three of my backgrounds kicked their asses. So you have uh, the Irish, the Scottish, uh, the Native Americans, i.e. Uh, United States. Whoop their asses. When France couldn't. <laughs> Fucking French fries. So, you know. <sighs> wow, I touched I, I touched on a lot of shit. I know I keep titling these like medleys of thoughts or whatever. I'm going to have to come up with something like that for this one too. As I'm on my way, I got to find an ATM. Oh, I hate paying... A fee. What a what a what a loser thing. You gotta pay a three dollar fee, and then I ch- get charged by my bank another two, two to two fifty. So there's uh, five dollars and fifty cents for nothing, other than let me have your money. Let me have my money. 
What a load of shit. We, and, and that's also up to us. And what I would make the argument, and I have before, why the liberal left has gotten as far as they've gotten, it's our fault. Because we don't stand up to them and tell them no. And I get it. There are family and friends. My mom, I have a hard time sitting there and debating with her. She'll do it all day. And then she'll turn around and blame me for bringing up politics. Of which I don't. She does. She can't help herself. She got into a fight with my wife last time they were here. Oh, God. That was... And my wife was right. I can't... I, my, my wife was absolutely right. My, my mom was teaching my son that Donald Trump was bad. And my wife lost her fucking mind. How dare you? Don't you ever. That is not your position. Then my mom was, oh, no, that's my grandson. And then they just, they went at it. And I let them. Fucking, all right, you guys going to fucking feel like you need to go at it? Why Why would I get in the middle of this? Go ahead. And uh, I picked up my daughter as they were, the, the voices were raising and cuss words were coming out. Picked up my daughter, went and put her to bed. And, uh... Just laid down with her until she fell asleep. And then I came out and uh, the dust had settled after about an hour or two. And they apologized and they're actually still friends. So, you know, in, in some ways, I wish that that could still happen with everybody. But that doesn't always end that, that nicely. It was vicious. It was a vicious fight. They were calling each other evil. And, uh, you know, just a, this the age-old fight between two opposing entities um, but my wife was right my mom should have never done that to to an extent I do understand that she would want to uh, get my get her family members to believe like her but you know what you never did that with me you gotta you, there's a process you can't be doing that shit with my son if you're not gonna do it with me first same with my dad he kind of does he did that kind of shit where he uh, he wouldn't tell me who he voted for, never talk politics. It's because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. That's why. You should be teaching your kids how to make life better. And uh, politics is that. Religion is that. Don't be fucking sitting around teaching them how to drink beer. That ain't going to do shit for them except for destroy their liver. You know, I'm not saying don't ever like don't have fun with them and shit. Teach them how to party, have a great time, but prioritize shit. You know, teach them about politics. If you don't know about politics, learn. Listen to people like me and then whoever's on the opposite side. You know, fucking take it all in. Learn and then teach your kids what you think is best. Make their lives better. Make them and the whole idea of being a parent is to make your kids better than you. You know, if you're jealous of your kid, fucking reevaluate yourself. You know, I think my dad, my, that's at least my mom's theory, was that my dad was jealous of me a lot. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get that. But as looking through history, it's like, oh, I guess I, guess I kind of do see that. Because when I was with my mom, I had it better than when I was with my dad. Even though it wasn't by much. You know, my mom made... Uh, I don't know, 50, 60 grand a year. My dad was at about 30, you know, so he was having it. And, but it was his choices. He was out playing fucking drums at a country music bar every, every weekend. I've, I can tell you five times 
<clears throat> and I think it's really three, but five times on, on one hand is what I'm getting at, of me and my dad playing ball, you know, throwing the ball back and forth and him teaching me shit. I'm a drummer and uh, I got the spark from my dad, but my dad didn't teach me shit other than a uh, one or two paradiddles. You know, I had to learn the rest on my own. I had to watch and then play it over my head, go months without playing on a set, and then get on a set, sound like garbage, and finally get through and shit makes sense. Uh, he took me hunting three, four times, maybe. You know, I mean, this is, I lived with him, just me and him. How I, how he didn't the first however many years, and by the way, I got taken away from him because he was out snorting coke and partying. I, uh, yeah, I know I'm going into a tangent on my father. And yeah, I've got daddy issues. I'm not fucking afraid to admit it. Watch Antifa come around. Oh, he said he's got daddy. He's whining. Um, yeah, I, I guarantee you I'm fucking tougher than you, you cunts. Anywho. Where was I going with that? Oh, uh, I was trying to learn. I was trying to teach myself how to hockey stop on ice skates up here in Michigan. Because I didn't know how because uh, nobody taught me. I had no guidance. Catholic school is vicious as Roman rule. I got my knuckles bruised by a lady in black who told me, son, fear is the heart of love. Na 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 na. So I never went back. If there's no one beside you when your soul embarks, then you're fucked, okay? You should have fucking paid attention. You should have done something. You should have been a better person. Because <laughs> your ass is walking into limbo and I'm not following you. <laughs> um. So we got some interesting things today. I, I did not outline uh, for now. And in fact, I'm, I'm heading right back to the same place that I went yesterday. So I got a nice little hour, hour and a half of driving. Um, Mark Dice has got a new book out today, which I would suggest you go and get and read, help him out. And I want to point out that when it comes to people that I support, people on, on, I guess my side, which just isn't the, isn't the liberal leftist, progressive Democrat, socialist, communist, social justice warrior, as well as it's not the racist, neo-Nazi, KKK, whatever, blah, 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 you know, Richard Spencer, alt-right version of everything. Uh, and, and I would also argue, again, go watch Dinesh D'Souza's Death of a Nation. Or watch, well, certainly watch that one. Also watch uh, Hillary's America, Barack's America, uh, uh, Brock, I think it's Brock, Brock's America, mm, Brock's America, and, or is it Obama's America? It's one of those, I don't know. Watch, watch those. I want to point out that when you support people like Mark Dice, people like Dinesh D'Souza, Gavin McGinnis, uh, Owen Benjamin, uh, Steven Crowder, people like that, Alex Jones, you're getting something in return. So you're playing into the free market or buying into the free market rather, and you're getting something back with 
Steven Crowder, Gavin McGinnis, you're getting information back. You're getting entertainment back. Same with Owen Benjamin. You're getting comedy back. He provides videos free on YouTube. Uh, Steven Crowder, Gavin McGinnis, both. Uh, well, Gavin McGinnis certainly provides a free podcast. Um, I think it's roughly around three a week usually, but he's, uh, like I, I talked about a couple podcasts ago, he is dealing with uh, New York Antifa and, and uh, the mayor, uh, Como, the mayor, mayor of New York and, and police trying to keep his guys out of, out of jail and prison uh, for a fucking fist fight. When you d- support Dinesh D'Souza, he goes out and he makes documentaries, he makes movies so that, again, it's entertainment, but it's solid information. Same with all these guys. When it's Mark Dice, you get a book of solid information. Uh, go buy uh, uh, Behold a Pale Horse by Bill Cooper. I'm reading it right now. It's, I think I got it for 10, 15 maybe, something like that, on uh, Amazon. Not that I want to support Amazon, but um, it is free market. Also, uh, what is it? We Are Change. Really good YouTube channel. Uh, the main guy, Ladowski, I think his name is, worked with Alex Jones back in the day on some stuff. They had a, they had a bit of a disagreement or a fight, whatever you want to call it. And uh, now he's doing his own thing and he's Luke... Luke Rod- Luke Rodowski, I think is his name. His name is, and uh, that's a really good one. They were just he just had a, a video on uh, 5G that's coming out, and uh, stop getting Alexa and Google Home. Stop getting that shit. Why? Why would you? You know, I I, I don't get into it with my brother-in-law, but we we kind of you know uh, uh, riff a little bit back and forth about. He has Google Home, and I'm like, why would you? Why are you inviting the government into your home? And they know where I stand on stuff, and and uh, so I make it more of a joke. I'm like, oh, way to go! Now the government's listening to us. Awesome. And his argument, as is with most people who don't want to believe it, is why would the government care about me? I'm just a, you know, fill in the blank. I just do this work and and then I come home and I work on my home and I watch TV and that's it. You know, he's, he's into comics and things like that. So he thinks that the government doesn't care. No. Look at how much surveillance we have. We have a, a camera on every lane in an intersection and at, at almost every intersection in major cities. The lie, the facade that they will tell you that they will carry on with is that it's for your safety. It's always going to be safety. And then convenience to erode your freedoms and liberties. The RFID chip that they have been talking about for at least 15, 20 years, since, yeah, the late 90s, is... You know, get the RFID chip in your kids and get them in your dogs. Well, first it started with dogs and animals so that you could find out where your animal is. And then it's uh, for your kids so that nobody can take your kid. And and, and now it's it's eventually going to be, and, it, and they are kind of talking about it now, of a cashless society. Are you out of your fucking mind? What a, what a prophecy to come... I mean, there isn't a more 
on-point prophecy than in Revelation. I can't remember the chapter nor verse right now, but go ahead and read. I want to say it's 13, where they talk about getting the mark of the beast, either on the forehead or on the right hand, while they're wanting to put the chip in the right hand. And they talk specifically about, you will not be able to buy or trade without the mark. Um, I believe the the chip is has been created and is being funded by uh, Lucius Trust. Lucius uh, is another word for Lucifer. That's a conspiracy theory. Dude, what, open your fucking eyes. When are you going to realize? How many times are you going to have to hear people like me, who I obviously sound, sound sane, sound, 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 I obviously sound sane. I break down things uh, to a, maybe an unhealthy degree. <laughs> um, but it's because I want to figure it out. I don't mean any malice by it. I don't, I don't have uh, evil intentions behind it. I'm wanting to keep you free. Safety is something that you're going to have to do on your own. You're going to have to be brave. And I know all too well about overcoming fears. Uh, I practice bravery all the time. I'm nervous as shit. Every time, right before I click that, that red button to start a new, as I've said before on this, to start a new pod, uh, episode, I'm nervous. Guaranteed. When I have my buddy that's we're going to do the podcast together, uh, he's going to have a, he's going to be a little bit nervous right beforehand. It's just, it's a weird thing to know that somebody else is listening to you and where you stand and what you believe. I've, I mean, I've debated for 20 years on uh, sometimes things that I don't know about. And, uh, and then I've also put my ideas out there about, in, in my opinions on, on something that I, I know about. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little scary to do that. And, and being a guy growing up how I did and, and where I did and, and always being around, you know, other, I guess, quote unquote, alpha males and getting picked on going through high school and shit. Nobody teaching me how to fight. Nobody teaching me how to be brave. My, my foundation and my family broke apart at an early age at eight and, and not having somebody instill that type of shit in me, I was scared. I got, it's something called punked out. You don't really hear about it anymore because the pussies have garnered power and influence. And so now, oh, no bullying, no bullying. I'm not saying bullies are good, but what's better is somebody standing up to a bully. That is what's awesome. This constant, you got to go tell the teacher and you got to tell the principal and you got to get the police involved in some cases. That's pussy shit. My, uh, my ex-wife, and also I, I listened to, to one of the podcasts. I wanted to make sure that everything kind of hooked up yesterday. Um, I talked a little bit of shit about, uh, the guy from Death Cab for Cutie who got a divorce and I was harping on that. However, I've gotten a divorce, so it could be conceived or perceived as um, a contradiction. The difference is I tried everything I could to keep my family together for my son. 
Am I happier not being married? Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. I was miserable. I had uh, false, a false understanding of things going into it, and she didn't believe in marriage. She didn't want it. She didn't believe in or nor understand the structure of marriage or, or how you're supposed to be one. And just like I pointed out with him yesterday, he, I, I said, assumingly, assumptively, that they probably thought, oh, my money's my money. And, you know, like that, not, not that we are one flesh, but that we're two different people. We're just married because they're atheists. When you get married, it's supposed to be, and this is why I would argue that people who are atheist and that aren't religious don't get married. Just as much as same-sex people don't get married. It's a promise that you're making to another person that naturally you fit together to make another however many people and have a family. You make a promise to one another and to God. That's what holds your marriage together. And it's that lack of understanding that's led to as many divorces as we've seen. Well, no, it's money and it's this and it's this. You can get through all that. You can get through hardships. And in fact, you're going to have a hardship. You're going to have quite a few, especially in the first couple of years. It's going to be difficult. You're not going to look at that person the same. And love comes back around. Love is a fleeting thing. It's like the wind. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be there for a minute and it's going to go. The love of like that feeling of love of like, oh, I'm so deeply in love with this person. You are going to annoy one another with whatever it may be hard and you better go into that marriage understanding that you will fight through everything on top of it you made a promise to God you know you need things to keep you together because if you're just counting on your two your two ideas of it it's probably going to fail you need other things to help keep you together. I've never understood this. I'm sorry to break off, but I've never understood a an 18-wheeler uh, having the back halfway opened. Oh, it's all the way open. Yeah, I'm getting out of this motherfucker. And I'm going to have to tell... Watch, you're going to listen to me tell this guy that his fucking back door is open. Oh, shit. Here... <laughs> There we go. I did it silently. I said, your back is open. Yeah. Is he? I think he's pulling over. Yeah, he must have known. There we go. See? You know, just doing stuff to help people out. That guy's probably like, God, he's just saved me a lot. He had a, um, he had a couple of, of uh, pallets with shit on them and a uh, pallet jack. And that pallet jack falls off doing 70 75 uh you think hitting a deer is bad motherfucker that will that could kill somebody <clears throat> those things are about uh i don't know close to 200 pounds metal strong tough durable metal man my nose is running like a motherfucker um so anyway all the way back to it let's see what else what else what else what else on on the twits on the tweets the twatter so New York Antifa are a bunch of fucking 
twats, as well as all of Antifa. And they uh, brought up my man Gavin McGinnis. This is why I know I'm a good friend. Not that I know Gavin. But I know I know the difference between right and wrong. I know truth. And I constantly want it. And I let it guide me. Gavin, although I don't agree with everything, especially flip-flops and tacos. Mother... What? I love flip-flops. In the, when, it's, when it's hot and you're going to the beach, what are you going to do? Wear shoes and get sand everywhere? Fuck that. I'll wear flip-flops. Um, and it's quick and easy. But also, tacos are delicious. Uh, though I don't like the hard shells, so maybe I'm in agreement with him on that. But the uh, soft shells are phenomenal. And it's uh, that dude that said the, the best invention. He was uh, the Mexican president. The best invention of Mexicans was the taco. Uh, to an extent, I have to, I guess, agree. I mean, there's... Yeah, it's pretty good. But if all you're counting on is a food, <laughs> you might want to uh, reevaluate things. Especially being that your water is undrinkable and you have nothing but corruption, crime, and uh, drug cartels running your country. But you won't you won't see the liberals going down there and protesting any of that because they'll they'll probably get shot. So I, I guess I understand why they wouldn't go down there. So Antifa attacks Gavin McGinnis on Twitter, where he can't defend himself because the liberal left and is this Jack Dorsey. They uh, that doesn't sound right, but it kind of does. They. Uh, they they uh, kicked him off. So now he can't even get on to defend himself. So Antifa goes around <clears throat> talking shit about him or Milo or whoever and saying, oh, he's just this piece of shit. And now he can't defend himself on there. So I take it upon myself to say a couple choice words like, um, you're just mad because he's successful and you picked a fight with his guys and you got your asses kicked. And... Uh, they never reply because they can't. What are, they, what are you going to say? Oh, no, we didn't pick a fight. Yeah, you did. It's I see it. It's on video. You cut them off and you approached them and threw a fucking bottle at them. And then they whooped your ass. Again, it's the example of the pussification of our country. You've got retards that can't fight that want to be tough. And they don't go about the right ways. I, I, I swear, these guys, I almost... No, no, no. I do say, I will claim that they can't do 20 push-ups without shaking. Probably can't even make it to 30. Dude, I could bust out 50 push-ups right now. Oh, you're a real tough guy. I know. That's what I'm saying. I can do 50 push-ups. Do you know how hard 50 push-ups are? 100? I don't think I'd bank it to 100. I'd have to take a couple breaks and then uh, do them in, in, uh, after the 50 in, in groups of 20. Maybe the last couple are going to be like 10. <laughs> Scoozy. I'm still, I still got the cough. This fucking cough lasts forever. And it's a little bit in the chest too. Got the hell asleep last night. I must have slept about 10 hours. I, uh, and this is the wonderful thing about kids is that they tire you out. Me, oh, and me and the wife went to, uh, my aunt came over and watched my daughter. My son's with his mom. And uh, me and my wife went out to listen to our uh, the the local I guess local theologian um, 
he went to seminary. He's not a priest, probably because he went through the same thing that I did. I wanted to be a priest, and then I said, well, I want to be a father more. I think I have a calling to be a dad. And uh, I think he did the same. So he finished his studies and everything. He's got a master's in theology, I believe. And uh, we had a talk last night. He does them all the time. He's a really good guy. He actually he led the uh, uh, the catechism for my son. And uh, good dude. He uh, had a talk last night about angels and demons. And we got through the angels part. And here you go. I'm not going to try and say that I know everything about the Catholic Church or Catholicism or anything. I know a lot. I, I certainly know more than most. And uh, definitely, more, obviously, know more than the uh, the liberal left and the pretentious four horsemen, Lawrence Krauss. There are seven types of angels. Or, I'm sorry, seven archangels. I'm sorry, I fucked that up. And then there, yeah, there's seven types of angels. My wife took my pamphlet, so I don't have it with me to say what they are. Um, powers. Powers are one of them. Those are the those are tough. Those are tough dudes. They fight. And uh, I did know this is that for every person, there's a guardian angel. Just to give you a little understanding of how many angels there are, and there's a reason a reasonability behind believing in angels and them and being in existence. And, but uh, everybody has a guardian angel. So for every human being, there is an angel. And on top of that, you've got six or seven other types of angels. You have seraphim, cherubim, the arcs, uh, and there's seven arcs. So you have Gabriel, Raphael, um, Michael, Lucifer. Well, no, actually, Lucifer was a seraphim. Lucifer was the most beautiful creation that God had made. Now, in saying that, and at one point he was good, but he wanted, he desired to be God. And uh, God said no, and Lucifer said yes, and so he kicked his ass out. Michael whooped that ass. Um, I can't remember the rest of the other ones. So, uh, and we had to leave early because my, my aunt had to leave. So, um, we weren't able to stay for the demons part. That was, uh, oddly enough, that was what I wanted to hear more about because I, I knew this stuff about the angels, obviously not everything, but en- enough to where I, I, uh, I, I figured I knew enough and I wanted to know more about the demons. And, uh. And then obviously I'm going to double check that shit. I'm not just going to take one source and go, oh, this is the end all be all. That's not how it works. And that's not how it should work for you either. Whew, a little, a little toasty in here. I've got a, I've got a North Face uh, sweater with a zipper. Not that doesn't go all the way through like a jacket, but it, it only goes up like around the neck. And I have like a, the, the collar popped up. Uh, I've also got boots, uh, boot, boot leg, no, boot, boot cut, uh, jeans, my favorite kind to get, you gotta get them, they're the best, they cover, and get ones that fit, I've always wondered this, uh, Conor McGregor, I've got my gripes with that guy, here's one of them, he's got all the money in the world, and he can't buy pants that fit, watch him, I know, I know, this is how, this is a fad, 
and this is, but dude, you're, that fat's going to go away and you're going to have pants that go above your ankles. They're, they're called high rises or, um, son of a bitch. They're for women. They're, they're called, uh, not cargos. They start with a C. Car, Cardi's, Cotta. They're for cunts, essentially. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's like you got all that money in the world and you can't buy pants that fit. They're always too tight. They're super fucking tight. It's like, I get wearing shit that's, you know, that's revealing for your muscles and shit, but that's, it, you're borderline gay with that. So, you know, maybe you should buy some shit that fits. Anyway, just to point out, I don't come for money, and uh, I this North Face sweater is probably the, the best I've ever had. Um, and that's not to say, like, that's a good thing. Oh, I, I'm going to virtue signal and all this shit. You know, back in the day, we used to be embarrassed. I was embarrassed of having a coat that I, I bought from Walmart in school because kids called it out. And they were like, oh, it's Walmart. And I, I did whatever. I said whatever and denied it. Um, and you aspired to be wealthy. You know, not necessarily rich because... And there's a there's a a bad idea about rich people that all rich people are bad and, and, and mean and evil, which I disagree with. But there are a lot of rich people who are assholes. I will agree to that. There's they didn't get that way by being nice and overly generous and giving away their money. They got that way by being cutthroat and finding success, making it on their own. And uh, you, sometimes you got to be assholes. Also, to point this out, I know I'm just all over the place. Um, super poor people don't pay taxes. The people that pay the most amount of taxes are the richest 40%. They're the ones that take the brunt of taxes being paid. Okay, let that sink in. And that is the truth. Go look it up. When they talk about, oh, uh, the rich people are, are the ones that are getting the tax breaks and all this. Um, not necessarily. Uh, there's everybody that pays taxes gets a, a tax cut in this recent one. And they are shooting for a middle class ca uh, tax cut. I would argue get control of the government spending. Cut the funding for Planned Parenthood. Cut the, cut the funding for ridiculous research and grants being given to colleges and universities. And stop subsidizing colleges and universities. When I was talking to that professor the other day and he told me that uh, their community college was primarily financed by property taxes, it, it's, it hurt my gut because that's not how it should be. It, college should be 100% funded by people attending the college and people who donate. That's it. No government shit, no nothing. Fuck you. They charge so much money on top of getting, getting subsidized, government funding, grants, all this other shit. And then they charge the students, one single student, um... Now at, at that school, it's a two-year degree, two-year degree, at somewhere around three to six thousand a semester. That's a shit ton of money for one single person. 
and you can't you still can't do it you need the 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 subsidies from property taxes fuck you man get tell the colleges to lower the price tell them they don't have to make a new building they don't have to revamp anything you know there's a college that just closed because even with all of that it was uh, Mary Grove they uh, they closed down all the undergraduate which was the main source of their income and now they're just dealing with graduate school or, uh, now they're a graduate school and they're suffering they lost a shit ton of professors um, they lost their entire uh, athletic department everything they're, they're, they're toast man and again, it's a Catholic school that doesn't act like a Catholic school. That's where I found that nur- that nun, that nurse, the nun who just became a nun and is against the Catholic Church, wants for a woman to be pope, uh, doesn't even believe in Catholicism, and I would argue doesn't really believe in God. You know, God is a woman type shit. My, my mom does that. She thinks that God's a woman. God's a man. He's not either. There's no gender to God. However, he takes the form of father, i.e. man. Uh, Ariana Grande just came out with a a song, God is a Woman. Uh, No, he's not. And you're a cunt. And here's the entertainment industrial complex. I said that like like, uh, Donald Trump said it weird. Industry. The entertainment industrial complex. uh, Manufacturing bullshit in order to fill your ears and make it sound good and put it behind a a girl that looks like she's 12 years old Ariana Grande is disgusting she's fucking disgusting it, she looks like a 12 year old girl she acts like a goddamn 12 year old girl and she brings on all the adulation from all these men who want to fuck her and yeah she is of age I, I think she's 20 21 something like that uh, she just broke up with uh, the Pete. Don't ask me how I know this shit. All right, I, I don't like it. I don't like that I know this. Um, she broke up with uh, what's his name, Pete something from uh, SNL. Who is? He's actually a pretty good stand-up comedian. He's got some good jokes, but then again, he he's not that great. You know, he's uh, he's certainly no Bill Burr or Owen Benjamin or, but. Um, her her ex-boyfriend, Mac Miller, again, don't tell me. Don't, I, I, I don't know how I know that shit, but I do. Mac Miller uh, died because he took too many drugs. Uh, yeah, that's the way it goes. You guys are fucking retards. This is the shit that's going to happen. And what, it, what, what good shit came from these people? Nothing. There's nothing that good... Nothing good comes from them. All of them uh, give an X amount of money to charity, and it's not that much. The reason being is because their managers tell them to. They don't want to. They don't fucking give homes to uh, uh, the refugees. They don't offer up. I mean, fucking, what's his name? Um, George Clooney. Seven homes. A couple of them are out in Europe, and they're massive. They're mansions. When the the immigrant caravan came too close to him, he started pitching a fit, and uh, I believe had some uh, some disagreements. And now he he wants to sell one of the homes in Italy. I think it is. I don't know obviously too much about that, so you'd have to look it up. But uh, I do know that. 
that uh, he's got a problem with the, the immigrants getting too close to his house. But he wants everybody else to have to chip in and do the shit that he doesn't want to. He just wants to be the mouthpiece of uh, the, the liberal, freeing, loving side. So fuck him. Same with Leonardo, blah, Leonardo DiCaprio, who flies over to Europe to receive his award for climate change. And he dumps out, from what I understand, two tons of CO2 to do so. Awesome. Way to go. Way to go. Way to fucking do the... And that's what they do, by the way. So it's not. It's no real surprise. But, uh, yeah, he dumps out two tons of CO2 in order to go get an award for talking about how bad CO2 is. Good job, jackass. And then what else do we have? Uh, I saw a couple of different things. So Mark Dice selling his book. Definitely buy that. Uh, Owen Benjamin getting involved with Q. Uh, I like it. He just watched a video about Q. I would suggest watching a lot more. Do I believe in Q? Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. I'm fine with that. How are Jack Posobiec? 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 He's been on uh, Alex Jones a couple times. I don't know where I stand with that guy. I've seen some of his texts. And uh, he also, this is a big part, he just came out and said that he was involved with creating Q. And that Q is a farce and it's it's uh, LARPing and all this stuff. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. I think uh, he's, I guess I think he's lying. And uh, I do think that Q's still good. Just from the shit that I've seen, it's a lot of the stuff that I point out on this. Uh, certainly in the book, it's, it's uh, a lot of uh, ideas and information that I've come across. And, uh, and kind of all rolled up into what we know of as Q. There's also something called R. Check that out. That'll blow your fucking mind. I'll talk with, um, I'll try to remember to talk with my buddy about that. He might know a little more than I but then there's also Cernovich, Mike Cernovich. Uh, in one degree, I kind of like him. In another, he he almost virtue signals. And he did it with Khabib Nurmagomedov, whatever his name is, when he fought uh, Conor McGregor. And he went off and, and uh, fought people in the crowd and shit. And Mike Cernovich came to his defense. And he comes to a lot of uh, Muslims' defenses. Why? They don't need it. They don't. They don't need somebody defending them. They do not. Uh, they do not apologize for shit. And anybody that's lived close to Dearborn understands, like the, the uh, or London, I guess, understand that they don't need somebody defending them. They're very good at doing it themselves. They never apologize for anything. Uh, they don't think that they're wrong in any way, shape, or form. And it's a constant onward and upward towards global control. If you think that Islam ever stopped with the desire to control the world, uh, think again. Go back and and, uh, read about that shit. I've got two Qurans at my house that uh, I'm going to read through again. uh, Just to double up on on knowing thy enemy. Oh, you're saying they're your enemy. Yeah, they say they're my enemy. Uh, so yeah, I I think I'm going to listen to somebody who's telling me that they're my enemy and go, all right, well then it looks like you're my enemy. Uh, 
There's no, there's no peaceful place. Over in the Middle East, in, in Muslim-controlled countries, which is all of them except for Israel, if you are Jewish or Christian, you cannot speak publicly about it. Will they have churches? Yes, they do. Absolutely. However, that is the only place that you are allowed to pray that in your home. Nowhere else. You can't publicly pray. And God have mercy on the on the Jew that walks about freely with uh, his, his yarmulke on. Is it yarmulke? Yeah, yarmulke on. Because they will attack that guy instantly. I don't know if this sounds like I'm attacking Muslims. I'm pointing out, like, these guys, they don't, they don't apologize for this shit. They're all on board. Now, yes, are they fighting one another? Sure, but... And that tends to happen. There's, there's atheists that go after one another. You know that there's an atheist... There's a couple of atheist communities that are anti-abortion? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's, when I say that if I was atheist, I would still be against abortion, that's proof of it. Like, there are atheists that are against abortion. It would only make sense. Stefan Molyneux is actually somebody who's like that. So, yeah, you're always going to have people that disagree. And uh, and sometimes that can evolve into, uh, you know, the the, Shi- the Shia fight one another. And the, uh, the Sunnis fight one another. And they certainly fight each other. But uh, yeah, you're gonna you're always gonna have groups that are gonna want to attain power over one another, and or people that are gonna want to do that, and that's where you're gonna have division. But um, yeah, Mike Cernovich doing that—it just seems like virtue signaling. And I've had a couple of times that I've been in disagreement with him, and uh, I think it's also been with Ben Shapiro, where like he he shits on Ben Shapiro, and I I come and defend Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, I have. I've disagreed with. I don't like where he stands when it comes to conspiracy research and uh, obvious conspiracies that have happened. And he doesn't even—he doesn't want to touch it with a hundred thousand foot uh, pole. So, so uh, let's see what else. That's that's happening. I watched a couple of videos. Cowboy Cerrone won his fight. Uh, way to go! I mean, I I, I kind of like Mike Perry. However, uh, from the story that uh, Donald Cerrone was talking about with his gym and everything and shit going sideways for him, I, uh, I think it was a really good win for him. Plus, he's a tough guy. You know, he's a, he's a great fighter and a, and a tough dude, and uh, I'd like to see him... I, I don't know. I'd like to see somebody beat the shit out of Khabib. I'm not a fan of Khabib whatsoever, and uh, I'd, I'd like to see either Nate Diaz. I'd be okay with Donald doing it. Nate Diaz, him, or Conor McGregor getting that win back. But it doesn't seem like that's ever going to work. And uh, funny enough, you got two people who are looking to, to uh, retire. You've got uh, Khabib, who said that he would retire soon after the McGregor fight. So he's got one or two fights left, and then he's going to retire. He seems, uh, he's got a, he's, he's a hero in his country. Um, Dagestan, and uh, he uh, he just got offered a position with the uh, Dagestani government as some kind of representative or something. So he might even just retire now, and then you'll never see a fight between Conor McGregor and him. But uh, and I think 
what's his name? That just Ben Askren. He just he just came into the UFC. He's undefeated. He's a he's a world class grappler, and uh, he's calling out everybody. I guess I'd be okay with him beating Khabib. Um, but also out of the same group is Donald. No, not Donald. Uh, fuck, what's his name? Daniel Cromier. Crom Crom. I can't say his name ever. Not ever. Cormier? Cormier. That's it. Um, they He trains with Khabib. And now he's got one more fight. He doesn't want to fight. He should be fighting Stipe. Out of everybody. Even John Jones. He should be fighting Stipe. Because he knocked out Stipe. And uh, Stipe was winning the fight. Until then. And Stipe wants a rematch. I mean. Daniel got two rematches. Or got a rematch against... John Jones and and then it was found out that John Jones had steroids in his system uh, the athletic commission said that it wasn't his fault whatever and Daniel wanted the fight and now he acts like he doesn't want it and now he's going to take one more fight before he retires he just and, he, and it looks like it's going to be Brock Lesnar that's what he wants so he just fought Derek is it not Br- Brunson it's Derek something maybe it is Brunson he just fought that guy. It was considered an easy fight for him. He he beat him in the he rear naked choked him in the in the uh, first round. So and everybody knew that was an easy fight. And now he's wanting to fight Brock Lesnar, who's considered an easy fight. And in my opinion, I think he's ducking John Jones and he's ducking uh, Stipe uh, Miocic because I think Stipe would knock him out. I think Stipe would would definitely win this next one. He's the most successful heavyweight ever. And uh, and now Daniel's wanting to get out of it, which I understand. I mean, he's old, but or he's older. But uh, to you, you came in. You, I certainly didn't think that he deserved a fight at championship level, but he got it, and uh, and then he won. Okay, so I guess he did deserve it. But now you're not going to give the respect back to the guy you just beat. You're going to go fight another dude who has no business fighting for a championship that's it's bullshit and uh it's it's dana white and the ufc are allowing this shit to happen which is only hurting the sport and i don't even like that it's a sport i wish they'd take off the gloves uh get rid of the judges you got to finish a fight there's no rounds there's no time limit and uh if you don't finish you don't get paid you will see people finishing motherfuckers in 10 minutes on average there might be a couple fights that go 20 but Son, I'm telling you, when you when you put it on the line, when you incentivize there being a finish, there will be no more decisions. And I don't want to see a decision. Decisions are stupid and gay. When you got two guys that still want to keep fighting, and you got and you end it because of I, I don't know whatever, uh, nobody really wins that. That is that's coming from a dude that has fought in the streets, and you have a common understanding of pride. And dignity. When you fight in the street, you fight to finish. You fight until the other guy either is knocked out, taps out, or give or gives up altogether. Choked out, that's what it is. Choked out, knocked out, pass out. One of those three. You know, but in the UFC you have you have rounds and time. And they they are making it a sport, and I think it's stupid. I really wish that there was more guys in there like uh, the Diaz brothers, you know, that would fight until the other guy gave up. 
and you guys got you got guys in there that are that durable all day long. As much as I hate, du- oh, here we go, Mike Bisbing. I can't stand that fucking cross-eyed piece of shit, limey motherfucker. Here's another reason. The the thing is, I liked him back in the day when he first came out on Tough on uh, the Ultimate Fighter. He was. I thought he was cool. I liked him, which is an, a lot coming from a Scotch Irish American to like a limey. Uh, I like uh, Tommy Robinson and Nigel Farage. I think those guys are, are good men, real men who are doing something good. But you have Mike Bisbing, that fucking piece of shit faggot, comes over from England and like people who like Jim Carrey that comes down from Canada could never make the money that he makes here in Canada, starts making 20 mil a movie down here in the United States, and then all of a sudden starts trying to tell us how to live and change us to Canada. Wants universal health care, wants uh, to ban guns. Fuck that piece of shit. Well, here comes Mike Bisping after the uh, California shooting. Let me point two things out with the California shooting. It is the second shooting at a country music event. Country country music fans tend to be overwhelmingly Republican. And you have two events. The one in Vegas, where they killed 60. The guys killed, well, it might be they killed 60. And now you have this one with an ex-Marine guy who, look into this. I hate to keep sounding like Eddie Bravo, but you know what? I respect Eddie Bravo, so I'm I'm all right with it. But, uh... Ah, motherfucker, I forgot to stop at the bank. Fuck me. Now I gotta fucking pay $5 and... Oh, it's charges. Anywho. Where was I going with that? Uh, Yeah, then you got the guy in Vegas. Shot up, killed 60 people. You got the guy in California. Killed 13, I think it was. Oh, that's what it was. He's an ex-Marine. Look into this. He... He, uh was, what do they call that? Making somebody extreme. He was extreme and he was extreminated. He was extremified. I can't think of the word, obviously, but you know, where, you know where I'm getting to, uh, Islam through Islam and Muslim. There is a picture of the dude when he first gets out. And then the, there's a side picture of him with the no mustache, with the beard, with no mustache, which is, uh, Muslim. Wearing uh, Muslim gear, Muslim garb, and uh, right before he shot up that place, a country music event, uh, and, and nobody says anything to it. But when it comes to, I don't know, anybody on our side, the slightest, smallest little thing, and you're racist. Oh well, you you met a guy that knows some people that are in the KKK, therefore you're KKK. So it's McCarthyism at its best. However, it doesn't go the same on the other side. Again, you have the entertainment industry, MSN, or I'm sorry, mainstream media, and academia. All three of these industrial complexes who are meshed in together, work together, and they are on the side of the Democrats, the liberal left. How do they not win every election? But they're covering for this guy who shot up 
12 to 13 people. They're saying it's guns and the guns are the problem. And here comes Mike Bisbing. That motherfucker on Twitter said no more guns. Get rid of guns. You fucking piece of shit. And he just got, uh, he got knocked out by a Canadian. So I guess, and I like George's St. Pierre. I like him. I think he's all right. So I was happy to see that happen. I can't stand Mike Bisbing. He, uh, he should have never been, he should have never been champ. And uh, he knocked out Luke Rockle. I don't know how that happened. Maybe it's because Luke, Luke Rockle's a fucking model. And that's where he should stay. Uh, but uh, Mike Bissing knocked him out in the first round. They're both a couple of fucking douches. Straight up cunts, dude. I can't stand either one of those two fuckers. Uh, but for Mike Bisbing to come out and, and coming from England, he's also an atheist. He shits all over anybody that has a faith whatsoever, except for Muslims. And, uh, he, uh, now he thinks he gets to tell us how to live. You got fucking, I don't, I don't know if he's an American citizen, but he's worked over here and they go, Oh, he's worked over here and paid taxes. I don't care. That doesn't tell, that doesn't say you get to fucking tell me how to live. You get to fucking wipe, wipe away my rights because you paid taxes? Suck a dick, Mike Bisbing, you fucking cunt. Oh, you're saying a big word behind a microphone. All right, I'll fight him. What, Dude, I fought four guys at once. I know how good of a fighter he is. He's more, he's more durable than anything. Uh, even though he's, he's got some knockouts. He knocked out a fucking model. Way to go, dude. But, uh... You'd have to you'd have to know me to understand. Okay, yeah, he he he'd fight him. I'm not saying I'd fucking win in some kind of UFC fashion. That I'd be the fucking George's Saint Pierre of that shit. But uh, yeah, I don't. I'd fucking say this right to his goddamn face. Fuck him coming to the United States and telling us how to live. I'm not gonna bow down like some liberal lefty. Fuck that, dude. How dare you? I, I mean, and I made the point like. How, that's like me going to England or Japan or Nigeria and telling them how to live, telling them they need to get rid of their rights or change their whatever, you know, that's like going to England and telling them, stop, stop, uh, following the queen. We need to depose the queen. And by the way, how do you think Mike Bisbing would react? If you were to go up to him and say, fuck the queen. Uh, that, that'll probably get you into a fist fight. And that's actually a pretty good analogy. Because uh, England um, has been involved in a whole lot of shit that they, sh- they never should have been involved in. And they're kept in the, in the EU... <clears throat> and then brought in and made London unlivable for anybody who isn't Muslim. Rape gangs, again, why I bring up Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson is a better dude than Mike Bisbing. By far. Mike Bisbing would never fucking do what, what Tommy Robinson's doing. And you never hear him fucking standing up for, for uh, Tommy Robinson. Now I say that not knowing all of his tweets, so uh, maybe he does. If he does, that might change my opinion a little bit on him. 
But uh, as of right now, no, dude, fucking coming here and telling us how to live. I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a fan. You're a fan of Milo. I know, I know. There's, I'm okay with that contradiction. To come over here and tell us to keep our rights. Yeah, I'm okay with that. But to fucking come over here and tell us that we need to get rid of them. Yeah, that's especially an Englishman. You get fucked. You, we kicked your asses. I don't know if you're still salty about it. And by the way, all three of my, uh, my or all four of my backgrounds, or no, all three of my backgrounds, kicked their asses. So you have uh, the Irish, the Scottish, uh, the Native Americans, i.e. Uh, United States, whoop their asses. When France couldn't. <laughs> Fucking French fries. So, you know. Wow, I touched I, I touched on a lot of shit. I know I keep titling these like medleys of thoughts or whatever. I'm gonna have to come up with something like that for this one too. As I'm on my way, I gotta find an ATM. Oh, I hate paying a fee. What a what a what a loser thing. You, you gotta pay a three dollar fee and then I ch- get charged by my bank another two. Two to two fifty. So there's uh, five dollars and fifty cents for nothing. Other than let me have your money. Let me have my money. What a load of shit. We, and, and that's also up to us. And what I would make the argument, and I have before, why the liberal left has gotten as far as they've gotten. It's our fault. Because we don't stand up to them and tell them no. And I get it. They're a family and friends. My mom, I have a hard time sitting there and debating with her. She'll do it all day. And then she'll turn around and blame me for bringing up politics, of which I don't. She does. She can't help herself. She got into a fight with my wife last time they were here. Oh, God. That was... And my wife was right. I can't... I, my, my wife was absolutely right. My, my mom was teaching my son that Donald Trump was bad. And my wife lost her fucking mind. How dare you? Don't you ever. That is not your position. Then my mom was, oh, no, that's my grandson. And then they just, they went at it. And I let them. Fucking, all right, you guys going to fucking feel like you need to go at it? Why Why would I get in the middle of this? Go ahead. And uh, I picked up my daughter as they were, the, the voices were raising and cuss words were coming out. Picked up my daughter, went and put her to bed. And, uh... Just laid down with her until she fell asleep. And then I came out and uh, the dust had settled after about an hour or two. And they apologized and they're actually still friends. So, you know, in, in some ways, I wish that that could still happen with everybody. But that doesn't always end that that nicely. It was vicious. It was a vicious fight. They were calling each other evil. And, uh, you know, just a, this the age-old fight between two opposing entities um, but my wife was right my mom should have never done that to to an extent I do understand that she would want to uh, get my get her family members to believe like her but you know what you never did that with me you gotta you, there's a process you can't be doing that shit with my son if you're not gonna do it with me first same with my dad he kind of does he did that kind of shit where he uh, he wouldn't tell me who he voted for never talk politics it's because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about. That's why. You should be teaching your kids 
how to make life better. And uh, politics is that. Religion is that. Don't be fucking sitting around teaching them how to drink beer. That ain't gonna do shit for them, except for destroy their liver. You know? I'm not saying don't ever, like, don't have fun with them and shit. Teach them how to party, have a great time, but prioritize shit. You know? Teach them about politics. If you don't know about politics, learn. Listen to people like me and then whoever's on the opposite side. You know? Fucking take it all in. Learn. And then teach your kids what you think is best. Make their lives better. Make them... And the whole idea of being a parent is to make your kids better than you. You know? If you're jealous of your kid, fucking reevaluate yourself. You know, I think my dad, my that's at least my mom's theory, was that my dad was jealous of me a lot. And I'm like, I don't, I don't get that. But as looking through history, it's like, oh, I guess, I guess I kind of do see that. Because when I was with my mom, I had it better than when I was with my dad. Even though it wasn't by much. You know, my mom made, uh, I don't know, 50, 60 grand a year. My dad was at about 30. You know, so he was having it, and but it was his choices. He was out playing fucking drums at a country music bar every every weekend. I've, I can tell you five times, <clears throat> and I think it's really three, but five times on on one hand is what I'm getting at, of me and my dad playing ball. You know, throwing the ball back and forth, and him teaching me shit. I'm a drummer, and uh, I got the spark from my dad, but my dad didn't teach me shit other than a uh, one or two paradiddles. You know, I had to learn the rest on my own. I had to watch and then play it over my head, go months without playing on a set, then get on a set, sound like garbage, and finally get through and shit makes sense. Uh, He took me hunting three, four times, maybe. You know, I mean, this is, I lived with him, just me and him. How I, how he didn't the first however many years, and by the way, I got taken away from him because he was out snorting coke and partying. I, uh, yeah, I know I'm going into a tangent on my father. And yeah, I've got daddy issues. I'm not fucking afraid to admit it. Watch Antifa come around. Oh, he said he's got daddy. He's whining. Um, yeah, I, I guarantee you I'm fucking tougher than you, you cunts. Anywho. Where was I going with that? Oh, uh, I was trying to learn. I was trying to teach myself how to hockey stop on ice skates up here in Michigan. Because I didn't know how because nobody taught me. I had no guidance. 